Hi, I'm the Red Dog, and you're listening to the Recount Podcast. That she raised all of your won't change Welcome everybody to another great edition of the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering the Ring. I'm your host, Clifford Red Dog Miller. You know that because I do every one of these interviews, and then usually or sometimes somebody joins me. But today I'm joined by two people. This is crazy. So the hot dogs and handshakes, even though we ran out of hot dogs and it's coronavirus, we can't be doing handshakes. We get still people on to work for free 99 and i appreciate it so let's go down the roster coming in first he's the swole man he's the one dude who's fought all every kind of bear that you can find on this world and defeated him and even made zangief tap out this is the man himself chris idol always happy to be here yeah i appreciate it next on the roster he is the dark one. He is the dark lord. He is the lord of darkness. He's the man who's got more aliases than your CIA agent. He's the one dude who can make people freak out just by looking at them and loves to have rare yarn in his hair. He's the man that they call the dark lord. Give it up for Damien Fatal. It's the holidays. It's time to beat up children. <laughs> but... This is the Three Count Podcast presents Now Entering Ring, which means that we have a special guest for you. These guys have been teaming up for a while. These guys are very popular. Both members have been on this show before, but never as a team. So we're bringing them on now. Guys, give it up for Prince Machiavelli, Chazza Dawn, Pure Ignorance. What's going on? What's going What's on? Yo, this is crazy because... You know, Chaz is the host of the Three Count Podcast show, and here I am just treating him like a complete stranger. He is a complete stranger. (laughs) I've never met this man before. (laughs) This is still still weird being, you know, interviewed on the Three Count Podcast. I knew I I saw him somewhere. I knew he he looked familiar. I don't know this nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I've been Prince on the show again, man. This is crazy because Prince is actually the first person we've interviewed twice. Like, let's go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Nice to meet you. Like, especially because, I mean, we've done, we've done other episodes, you know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, for those who don't know, we actually have an episode for Chaz and for myself that'll be released later on uh, Patreon. But also, like, you know, Showtime was one of our other guests that we had for Studio 22, but we never <laughs> interviewed him as a single. He's just kind of been another one that's going to be on Patreon. So it's just kind of funny to see that. Prince, you are the first. <laughs> as, as, as the Don has said, make a history. Let's go. <laughs> Bet, man. So let's get into our first question. And my first question for you guys is, who is pure ignorance? Uh, All right. So this is what p- pure ignorance is uh currently is nice it, it's not really his name um what it's turned on to is it's turned into is a lifestyle He's already there. and um pretty much it's just no nonsense right down to the cutthroat truth that's what pure ignorance is it's just two motherfuckers just telling it like it is we want to say what we want we want to do what we want and there's nothing anyone can do about it pretty facts. much facts what a culture and it's all for the culture. <laughs> Yo, you know what's funny though is that like I know a lot of people don't really do their research, but if some people will go check out SWCA, you guys set it off, man, with with just one promo and just 
the whole world felt like it was burning down <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> but it was like, it was so cool because like, and you're right, like the style that you guys give, man, it's just like this, hey, we taking no bullshit, we calling out what we see and we gonna handle it. And like, to see like the response that was coming back from, from that show, man, was just like, oh, it blew my mind. Cause to be real, and I just, and I've told you guys this separately, but you know, to say it officially on the air, it's one of the best promos I've ever seen period and we're not even talking like not just like wwe aew no we talking just period <laughs> like it's one of the best promos like if i was going to rank that promo against other promos like i could think of like the rock right when the rock was making his impressions of like everybody like that's where i would fit that promo is like that's that's the esteem that i think that promo fits in oh man that's that's that's, that's yeah. definitely high regards <laughs> appreciate that Appreciate that, and it's it's funny because when we uh when we cut the promo and it was it was just you know we just was just going through it because that was that was legit the first you know like official like you know debut in a sense of pure ignorance is us really you know putting this out there um and how we were um you know how we were coming through and how we were taking you know grabbing pro wrestling by the neck and. It sucks because we could have gave, uh, you know, Randy uh, <laughs> a heads up on what he was getting himself into because he had no idea, you know, he had no idea what was going on. Like, so, but no, yeah, thank you, you know, for saying that. It really means a lot. Yeah. And well, I mean, you guys had like the perfect setting. You guys said all the right stuff, right? The tone, everything was just coming off picture perfect for us. I was like, bro, like if people aren't paying attention to this promo and like how it was delivered, then you don't really know how to deliver a promo. Like, it's just dead set. Like, that's how I felt about it. It's crazy because even now, it's like we're getting people, like people that wear a face and stuff, and they want to – now they want to shoot promos against us because it's like, oh, well, these guys can talk. Well, let's see what they can do against us. But it's like it's no it's no comparison when it comes to us. Once we start talking, once we start getting into the groove, once we start, like, just bouncing off of each other, it just comes off perfect. It comes off amazing. It comes off ignorant. And I love it. And so for like the next thing, like I was going to ask you guys about, right. I would obviously ask you guys, like, how did pure ignorance come to be? But people who listened to like the Prince Machiavelli episode would have known that, you know, you guys were like lifelong friends. So talk us a little bit about the friendship and like how that translate over into the ring and how your guys' chemistry works. So we both started off the yarding, of course, um, thanks to the the idol master below me. He's below me for everybody else, but he's below me for me. Um, thanks to him. Oh, he's above me. Well, he's below me, so. <laughs> <laughs> he pretty much brought us into wrestling. Uh, I remember one day I just walked up to him in the art room. I was like, yeah, heard you do that wrestling thing. And he was like, yeah, what of it? Yeah, I'm going to do that with you. And, like, didn't even give him a choice. I, I never gave him a choice in this friendship, by the way. So, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, we got into it. Me and Chaz have always – we've always just, like, bounced off each other. But now it was really, I guess, our chance to really show the world what we can do. We show our friends what we can do. But this is our chance to show everybody, the whole world, what we can do. Yeah, because even when we were yarding, like – um we were like we were a team when we when we when we yarded like my first like when I first legitimately started yarding I was a part of his fucking stable it was a shitty ass stable but 
you know, we were all talk about that stable. I keep telling I mean, you. It, it was shitty because you left it high and dry. Fuck Triple H hit ass. Um, <laughs> I, was bougie. I was bougie even then. You still are fucking bougie. And you're right. I certainly am. <laughs> but, um, you know, we were always, you know, even then from the very beginning, we were, you know, we were, we were partnered up. So um, I guess it's kind of a precursor of what things would have happened, you know, 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, man. And that's like, that's the thing that I like kind of make that you can tell, like, you guys have like this bond. That's like, like, it's like different from like other people, like other people will be like, well, we've been a team for X amount of time, you know, and, and we know each other well. But the thing is, is like, I feel like with you guys, like even watching you guys' work inside the ring, like, <clears throat> you don't have to talk to each other. It's like the next person already knows. So it's like watching like two brothers, you know, maybe like the Young Bucks or like the Hardys, like they already know what the next move is going to be because they've been working with each other for so long that they don't have to. Because it's, it's wild to think that a few, you know, I've watched you guys live and then, you know, somebody's will somebody will ask you, well, how long have you guys been working together? I'm like, well, technically, it's been like four months, but really, it's been like ten plus years. And everybody was just like, oh yeah, you guys seem like you've been working a while, and it's it's fun to watch you guys just do your thing. Like I said, uh, for me, I guess like another question I really just want to find out is like, who is the head guy on the team? You know, that's a uh, fucking good question. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't say it's anybody. Like, Chaz, Chaz is the talker. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Chaz is definitely the talker. I'm definitely the hype man. I can hype him up, get him get him there. Um, I'm the muscle, as you can see. Um, Chaz is the, the speed. So it's, it's, it's balanced. We're pretty much balanced out. Yeah, I and I it, I think in as far as like in, in different scenarios, you know, either one of us can take charge in in a sense. But we're both yeah, we're pr- pretty balanced. <laughs> no, yeah. we're pretty much a complete tag team. Like I make up for his flaws, he makes up for my flaws, and it works. It's it's great chemistry. Bet I'll go ahead and say it. Yeah, I thought I thought Chaz was gonna be like, "Yep, it's me." Saw me. <laughs> so no, and in, in normal circumstances, I definitely would have I would have been like, "Yeah, it's me." But I had to sit and think about that. So I was like, "It's really not though." I was like, "It's not me," you know, like it's not him. I was like, "Wait, we gotta balance out." Because <laughs> normally, y'all y'all know me, my damn ego. I like to stroke the shit out my ego, so. <laughs> But yeah. I had to be honest, and it's like, no, no, it's not me. <laughs> All right. Um, so next question for you. I know you guys have worked with teams like Prolific. I know you guys have worked with teams like The Throne. Um, and you guys', is, you guys is matches are going crazy all over the place. You do have a – you know, you by the time this airs, you would have already had a match with another certain team. Uh, we won't drop those names just yet. But just curious, like, between you two, like, who is the team that you guys want to work that's on the indie scene currently? Waves and curl. I, I don't know if they I, I know you had them on the episode. I don't know if they still listen. I hope they do. I wanna match so bad with Waves and Curl. Yeah, uh Waves and Curls is definitely on the list for me. Um but if you want me to say uh a different team than what Max said, uh I definitely really wanna face it's two answers, but I, I do wanna face Studio Twenty Two. Um okay. And Dino and Grimes, I really do. I love the way they gel as a team. And, you know, just 
I also think, you know, it'd be very entertaining, you know, between, you know, the two dynamics. And my second would be uh, Black Magic. Okay. I would love to work them. Just would totally love to. I would love to do, like, a, like a, a whole, like, six-month program with them. Just constantly, you know, do different tag matches, do single matches. Like, I would love a program with Black Magic. Well, I do know that Mason listens to the show, so what's up, Mason? Yeah, yeah what's up? What's up, Mason? <laughs> so what I'll do now is I'll hand this over to Chris. I'll let him ask you guys a few questions, and we'll go from there. All right, cool, cool. Man, I can't believe it's been almost 10 years since I plagued uh, you guys' life with wrestling. That's pretty cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's legit, you know, that's the most legit, an honest way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's facts. Uh, yeah, and just to confirm, yeah, uh, Prince Machiavelli did basically assert himself into my life because I did not like him prior to that day. Like, le- did, legit, like, I'm not even being funny. Like, I legitimately did not like him prior he to did, that day. He thought I wasn't. <laughs> because we had art class together. Yeah, I thought he was the biggest I, asshole. I always fucked with the teacher because the teacher annoyed the shit out of me. I wasn't supposed to be in that class. She annoyed the shit out of me, wanted me to do work that I wasn't even supposed to be doing. So he thought I was an asshole, which is not a lie. I was an asshole. But yeah, but I'm also a nice guy. Wise. Yeah. Uh, he can be nice when he wants to be. <laughs> but all right, okay. So my first uh, question for you guys. Um, what is your favorite part about being in a tag team? Let's work. I got to fucking do. <laughs> I'm going to say the same thing. Let's it's bump. So- I take. Let's half the amount of bumps in a match that I have to take. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, um, it's so easy just gelling off of somebody else than having to remember. Like, we don't have to go into triple triple threat matches. We don't have to go into fatal four ways where we got to remember everything that everybody wants to do. I hate that when we're in a tag match, it's just us. It's what we want to do and what we're going to gel off of each other. And I love that. Yeah, same, same, same. Um, I'll give you more legitimate written, real answer. Um, I've always liked tag team wrestling. Like, uh, that's, that's, and I, I told this story to, uh, to Cliff earlier today. It was like, my first introduction to wrestling was 06, right when DX reformed. Like, I, I started liking Shawn Michaels because of DX, <laughs> you know. And then, uh, you know, when they broke, you know, then, of course, you know, the Shawn fandom grew when he, I saw his single stuff. But I, I, my original thing, uh, like, I like tag team wrestling. I just thought it was so cool that, hey, there's, he, he has a friend right there in his corner, and, you know, it may look like he's out, but oh, his friend came in out of nowhere, saved it. Like that dynamic of having somebody having your back is one of probably my favorite things. And I, it's, just, it's more fun for me. Like it's more fun for me, especially with the fact that my tag partner is legit my best friend. <laughs> like it's more fun for me because it's like, it's, it's legit like an action movie in a sense. It's like, you know, it's, uh, you know, he's like, I'm, you know, the superhero and the sidekick type of deal. Like, oh, I may have missed that call, but hey, my tag partner, my partner got me. He's got this here. And <laughs> it, it, it's cool to gel off of each other. Like, like Mac was saying, it's cool to gel, especially like I say, you know, with him, with I, I mean, us knowing each other for damn near <laughs> a decade. 
So that, I think that's that for me. That's why I like tag match, uh, tag team, because it's more it's more fun, especially with somebody that you actually like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> I like that unintentional shade right there too. Someone's gonna listen. Someone's gonna hear that and take offense. To it. That's I the point. I I hope they do. <laughs> All right, my my next question. Uh, who are you guys' um, biggest influence? When it comes to you guys' tag team work, I know you guys got to be studying somebody. Uh, who do you like to take bits and pieces or pattern yourself after? Um, currently, I, as y'all know, y'all everybody knows this. I love New Jack, so I try to get my persona, what I'm gonna say, how how wild I'm gonna say it from him. But my wrestling style, if you don't watch FTR at this point, it it like they're the top tag team. I think in the world. So watching them, that's kind of like my inspiration to to like if you notice me and Ted, me and, me and Taz, me and Chaz always make hand to hand tags. It's no back, no just like FTR because that's part of tag team wrestling, and we want to try to bring that back just like they're bringing it back. Yeah, um, I gotta go with the uh, if we're doing this individually, uh, I like to, I I, I kind of is a mixture. Um, as far as I, I do, I, I kind of do a little bit of Sean. Um, there's a little Miz in there. And I kind of started to to really incorporate just the rock and, uh, and how he just, the, his swagger about his strikes. Mm-hmm. On, you know, I've kind of, you know, incorporated that. But as a team, got to go with, you know, agree. You know, we're really heavy watching the uh, FTR. Like, I've, every time... Uh, FTR is on, I'm watching it. It's partly a lot of the reason I'm always watching AEW, because I want to see what FTR does. It might be shitty, you know, but I know them as a whole, as a team, they're, aren't, they're not going to be shitty. So um, FTR, uh, I really uh, also have watched um, The Rockers, because that's, you know, that dynamic that we have. I'm watching The Rockers and another team. Um, and you, can't, you can't not watch Arn and Tully. You know, if you if you if you if you're going off a list of you know of Mount Rushmore tag teams, if you don't you know look at Arn and Tully, then you're doing yourself a disservice. And yeah, you know, kind of FTR and Arn and Tully, they model them in a sense. But just watching the innovators of tag team, like yeah. the people who, who really started what tag team wrestling is now, who really you know the blueprint in a sense of tag team wrestling. I'm looking at Arn Ar- and Tully. So definitely those three, as far as mirroring as far as a tag team. Okay. Good answers. Good answers. And my final question for you guys, what advice would you give out there to individuals looking to get into a tag? Um, for me, get into a tag team with somebody you like. Like, you, you hear a lot of, like, people saying, like, like Cliff was saying earlier, oh, well, we've been tagging for about five years, but they don't never really seem like they like each other. Get with somebody that you like, learn them. You know, learn who they are. Learn how they wrestle. Because trust me, it's, it hasn't always been this perfect for me and uh, Chaz. We actually really had to work hard. We took advice from other tag teams. Um, you know, certain things that we had to do to make our stuff more presentable. Because when we first started, we were just, you know, going about it, going with the flow. But now that we actually got some structure and some, some, some order to it, 
now it's starting to all come together? Uh, for me, it would be United. And the thing you don't actually necessarily like the person in a sense. Um, it, it, that's extra. You know, that's extra with it. But know your tag partner. Like you may not like them, but like, because there's a lot of things I ain't gonna like you to make money. Because all in all, that's what it's about. Is you know, when when you go out in the ring, you're going out there, you try to make you try to make a couple of a couple of change. So you don't necessarily gotta like the like the person that you're working with, you know, vice even when you're in a singles match. Because let's, let's be real, there's been people I've been in the ring with that I don't like. <laughs> but I don't need, you know, I ain't gotta like them to make money. So you don't necessarily have to like your tag partner, but you gotta get to know them, like know what they like, know what they don't like, because you are a team and you know. It's a tag team. And any sport that you do that is a team, the team is better because of the chemistry and you get better chemistry because you know each other. You're one unit. And a tag team is two people, but you're one team. So really know, get to know who your tag team partner is. Know them in the ring, know them out the ring. Know what their favorite TV show is. Know what what their favorite music is. Know their favorite drink, their favorite soda. All that type of stuff. Like get to know them. Don't just be like, you know, oh, yeah, we're a tag team. All right. Oh, I'm going to train anyway. Let's just uh, hit up. Like, no. I talk to this motherfucker every fucking day, you know, sometimes every, three times a day. Three times. Three times a day. I, I, that's probably why uh, my first tag team didn't work out. <laughs> like, I talk to him three times a day, every day. At least three times. Sometimes it's even more. So you've got to get to know them because if, you just, if you're in a tag team, this is stress a stranger. It defeats the whole purpose and the whole dynamic of a tag team. So get to know the person. Oh, that makes sense, man. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand it over to the Dark Lord himself. Oh, God. Here we go. Ah, my turn. Yay. What do I want to ask you, bastards? They asked all the good questions. Y'all suck, by the way. Not our fault. You didn't come prepared. <laughs> what do you mean I didn't come prepared? Well, yeah, you're right. I didn't come prepared. <laughs> I've known these guys forever. Trying to see. Uh, let's see. Uh, well, so far, what's what's your favorite match that y'all had like together as a tag team? I'll say us versus the throne. Um, I was yeah. I was going to go with that one as well. Uh, that was our best match. Um, we got to do things that – we got to test some stuff out pretty much. And that actually comes out – I don't know what comes out at 7 o'clock. Um, this is going to air before that. I mean, this is going to air after that. But, you know, go check out the outbreak. Check out our matches. Yeah, we faced the throne, and it was really good. Yeah, 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 the throne. Uh, that's like – we got our shit off. <laughs> in a sense, you know, I th- that's, that's now granted. I don't know if that is going to stay my answer, you know, in like a week. But as of right now, the throne, um, and it also works because you know, I fucking love Casey, even though I didn't fucking wrestle him, he wasn't even in the match. But go, Casey. <laughs> All right, so uh, where do y'all see Pierre Ignorance in the next five years? In the next five years, I see, I see pure ignorance on Impact talking mad shit about the races that run Impact Wrestling. Yeah, same. Definitely. Um, hopefully having some gold under our waist. Because that's, that's the ultimate goal right now. 
is I want us by the beginning of next year to have uh, our first title reign because I feel like we deserve it. I feel like no one shoots better promos than us. No one, you know, is in the gym as much as us. No one is doing as much as us to promote their self. And no offense to all the wrestlers out there. I know y'all listening to the podcast, but men's heads are constantly working. We are constantly talking to each other. We are constantly sending each other clips and practicing. And, and I, I want that. I, I'm hungry. I, I want what's next for us. Yeah, fact. Yeah, one one thing is one thing I can definitely say is that you will, what you will never do, and, and I and I will put this right there. I said on the air, and I'll say it to the day I die. What you won't do is outwork pure ignorance. You 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 can probably out wrestle us. You can probably out talk us, but you what you will never do is outwork us. And that's that's just that's always been that's been the mantra. That's been the unofficial like mantra of pure ignorance from day one is that what you won't do is you won't outwork us, no matter what it is. Whether it's in the ring, whether it's on the mic, whether it's promoting, whether it's selling merch, you won't outwork us. You may sell it, you might sell more merch than us, but you won't outwork us in trying to sell more, uh, more merch. So that's one of the things um, that I think puts us ahead of everybody else is that the drive and you know and the work and the constant work that we do is seriously unmatched. And I, you know, tooting our own horn and you know stroking our own cock, but you cannot outwork us. And that's bar none. That's a fact. <laughs> All right. So I guess that goes into my next question or last question. What y'all want y'all legacy to be? The hardest work. Yeah, the hardest work is in the room. But what I want our legacy to be is the fact that we put black wrestlers on the map. We made it. We made it. We. We were a stepping stone in bringing legitimate black wrestlers. And when I say legitimate black wrestlers, I mean characters that you can look up to. Not just your, 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 you know, your, your regular old black wrestlers where you're shocking and jiving. You're, you know, you, 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 you know, you're doing the comedic shtick. Like, you can be a black wrestler and be a serious and legitimate character. Black wrestling sells. And we have and we have and we have seen that over this over this year of 2020 that black wrestling can sell on its own. They've done shows with just straight black wrestlers, black just straight black feds, and they have sold out. Mm-hmm. So I we personally I want our legacy to be is the fact that we are, you know, trying to help the cause and you know pushing the movement that black wrestling sells, and you don't have to compromise yourself to do it we're not a quota like we're not a quota we are people that deserve our spots on your shows we're not just we put on the the the, uh what is it the the little poster just because hey i need a fellow quota i need him up there you feel me right yeah yeah you're not just putting us on there because oh i need some black i I need to fill my black quota i gotta put some black guys on the show I gotta put some black guys on the poster, you know, so it makes it look, you know, that I'm not a racist. You know, I'm not saying racist, but I'm not prejudiced. So I think that's really what I want our legacy to be. Because I mean that's what we do. We just because we call it out. That's the whole shtick, right? <laughs> we, we we call the injustice out, you know, in the wrestling world because that's what it is. We know 
we know pro wrestling is prejudiced as fuck. I mean, <laughs> entertainment period is prejudiced, you know? So we're calling it out and we're telling it in the most rawest form we can say it. Like for like we like we like in the promo clip that you were talking about, like we called it out. We said, like Randy Lawson, the only reason you're the United States champion is not because you're better than us. It's not because you're a better wrestler than us. It's because of the color of your skin. <laughs> it's because they know that they can market you because you are white. Like, and Cliff, Cliff knows because even when we aren't shooting promos and we're just promoting ourselves on uh, different, you know, different rosters. <laughs> it still comes off as, oh, well, oh, why did he say that? And, oh, why is he, oh, I'm not a racist. Why Why would he think that I'm a racist? Just because I said you need to add a little chocolate to your tournaments. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Oh, it's you know, perception. If you don't, if you don't want to come off or seem like a racist, then don't do your shit by quota. Do it by talent. Do it by who's working the hardest. Mm -hmm. I just do it by ignoring y'all. That's how I do it. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, Chaz, you're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not sure why I'm thanking you this time, but I know it's probably something important. A beautiful move that you do. Uh, oh, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, speaking of that, I'll, I'll, off the air, I got to tell you this uh, the cool idea with the move that I didn't think about till after till today. Um, you might like it, but I'm only going to use it on certain occasions. But I got to tell you about that one. All right, bet. But thank you. Yes, yes. The uh, yeah, the NFG. Yeah, you are by the uh, the Dark Lord himself. <laughs> You're welcome. Damien, is that your last question? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that, that, I was. I just wanted to thank you. Yeah, you, you, trust me, you'll get it. You'll get it. I'll, 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 I'll never not thank you for the move. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, bet, man. So that's all the questions that we have for you guys. But we have the best segment on the Three Count Podcast presents now entering the ring, and that is the world-famous 10-count questions. Here's how it's going to work. We're going to ask you a series of questions. Can I ask questions. you a question? Can no. I ask you a question, Cliff? Yes. No. So – I know that I could have probably asked this after the fact. You know, this is also a production question, but hey, it's it's three count podcast, so I can do that on the air. You know what we should start doing for tag teams? Instead of for ten count questions, you can kind of do like a match game type of uh, questions. Mm, I like That's that. That's a good idea. I don't know. It just popped in my head just now. We're growing. We're growing as a podcast as we speak. This is how yeah. we do live on an air. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, like, you know, that'd be a cool idea. Let's go ahead and just peel back the curtain even more. Yeah, we've been doing a podcast for almost a year now. And, you know, it's the first time we've interviewed this team. <laughs> we've had this ability to do this since July. <laughs> <laughs> but but we are going to do the 10-count questions here. So how it works. We're going to fire off 10 questions at you guys. What we are looking for, though, is we want two different answers. So we're going to legitimately ask that. But – we're going to put the imaginary timer on the clock. Bing! And here we go. Batman or Superman? Batman. Oh, fuck. Oh, you all know damn well I ain't never picking that damn Superman. You can, I, there you no, go. No, no, I just, I want two separate answers. It can be the same answer. Just oh, okay, okay. All right. 
but yeah, you know, low key because like some teams will be like, oh, well, what's your pick? And I'm like, no, no, okay, I want two answers. So that's I got one. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, it's WrestleMania, and you want your favorite snack. What is that favorite snack? Reese cup. Uh, WrestleMania. That's a two. There's a two part. There's two choices. So it's either it's either flaming hot Cheetos or I got I got some chicken wings, man. <laughs> hey, either one works. I don't really worry about that. All right, here's the next question: Night owl or early bird? Night early bird. Because fuck that shit. Night owl. I'm a, I'm always up late at night, especially <laughs> with the, especially with this uh with this four month year old son of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Raw or SmackDown? Team Blue. Team Blue till I die. Well, with that being said, Pepsi or Coke? Neither. I hate sodas. Mm, it depends on my mood. Coke. Okay. <laughs> Favorite candy? Reese Cup. Mm-hmm. Reese Cups. All right. Favorite podcast? Three count. Uh, Arn um, with uh, Conrad Thompson and Arn Anderson. <laughs> yeah. This is why we don't ask him to come back. Machiavelli is always welcome back. Chaz, we'll talk about it. <laughs> All my right. show! <laughs> this is my show. Okay, well, this Have is the big show. show. Anyway, favorite wrestler? <laughs> Currently? Title. Chris Idol. Murphy. Okay. Well, Chris Idol is rated, what, 427 on Black Excellence? I could understand why. He is. He was rated on the, on the uh, Black Wrestlers, yes. Yeah. Bring that hole back again. Continuity. All right, here's one. Nominate one person that you would want to see on this podcast. Mm. Who, uh, who hasn't been on at this point? Um... Samuel Masters. Mm. Samuel Masters. That that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be a fun listen. I want New Jack on the podcast. Oh, and when you I want to be there for it. <laughs> okay. Well, we got some work to do. All right. Last but not least, our favorite question to ask every single person that comes on here. Favorite curse word. Bitch. <laughs> Bitch, you know we we've heard that like like low key. I love that curse word because both right because you can use them like any way you want. You can make them inquisitive. You can make them imperative. You can make them, you know, investigative. You you stuff with those words. Like this, like this bitch or (laughs) this bitch ass nigga. Like like bitch, bitch. (laughs) Oh, my favorite bitch. <laughs> yeah. Bet. All right. Well, with that being said, that is the 10 count question. So, all we need from you guys to let our listeners and our viewers know where they can find you. Okay. So, you can follow me, Chaz uh, the Don. You can follow me at Chaz underscore the Don. That's on everything. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter. That's on Facebook. That's even my, tic- uh, my TikTok. I don't post on that a lot, I only do it very randomly. Um, so, uh, yeah, Chaz the Don. The point that you got a TikTok. It's, is, a, point. Hey, that's a, it's a good way to market. Y'all were on, you on, Damon, were you on that show when Willie Finesse 
Like yeah. he, he, he blew me up on you, TikTok. Yeah, me and you are going to reevaluate our friendship. Ah, uh, hey, it's, hey, it's another way to promote myself. I don't like it either. <laughs> I, might not, I might not be able to make your wedding now just because you're on TikTok. That's <laughs> okay. My wedding. By the time my wedding happens, I want to go live on TikTok with my wedding. No, oh, I can't. Of course, I can't. I can't. I'm busy that day, by the way. I'm sick that day. I can't make it. But yeah, you get Chad underscore the dawn on everything. Your fucking wife will kill me. It is X underscore Prince Machiavelli underscore X. Please, I'm trying to get the 1K. I am so close, but I keep getting these bots that follow and unfollow me. And it's so annoying. So yeah. And also, you see this behind us? Amazing merch. Yeah, you can get that on whatamaneuver.com. So, yeah, look for ignorance, watermaneuver.com. Get yourself a hoodie, a t-shirt, uh, one of these shirts. I don't know what it's called. I'm, uh, you know, a tank get top, it. you ass white. Whatever. <laughs> get it. You're welcome. Y'all welcome, by the way. There you go. Get a shirt. That's right, Damien Fatal, the dog lord, rocking one, you know, because he's a, he's, a, he's, a he's a true friend and a true fan and a true brother. And a true mark. That's also very true. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Uh, totally, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, ain't nothing wrong with being a mark for pure ignorance. Shit, I'm a mark for pure ignorance. All different versions of the damn team. <laughs> I, I ain't going to act like I don't wear my Duffin season shirt, so I ain't going <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, to. I ain't even go front. I ain't go front. Like, I don't ever Duffin season. It, 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 it works all the time. Love it. It does. That's what I, I got to thank Damien for that one, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. Because he, he said it one day on, on the phone, and we just thought it, it, it was just it just it stuck, and I was like, it's stuck in season. You know, Damien, I, I think pure ignorance owes us some royalties. I'm just saying. Me too. <laughs> I, I know. Too. Uh, uh, what's that name? Uh, the the tag team on SmackDown. Who the tag team champions? Goddamn. Tommy um, Profits. 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 He got that little uh smoke season uh bandana. Yeah, y'all, y'all might see that on uh, a Duffin season bandana on uh, the damn what I'm leaving. Uh, bro, listen, if we get some Duffin season bandanas, uh, you know what? I'm with I'm with the shits. I'm with that. I buy four of them just to wear them every day of the week at work. <laughs> so be on the lookout for that. Like I said, what I'm look at this. It's beautiful. Get you one. Yep. And then, like you said, you guys can find out what a maneuver what a maneuver forward slash collections forward slash pure underscore ignorance it's it's awesome i support these guys so anyway that is it this is the three count podcast presents now entering the ring i'm your host clifford red dog miller here with the swole one chris idol here with the dark lord damien fatal now entering ring of pure ignorance chaz evans chaz the dawn and prince machiavelli guys tune into the next episode and be there or be somewhere else. Hey guys, it's the host of the three count, you know, Chaz Evans here. Make sure to let you know that I don't run shit, I don't do shit, I just talk shit. And uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Um, what else should you do? You should also follow us on all social medias. That's the Facebook at Three Count Podcast, the Instagram at Three Count Pod, and the Twitter at Three Count underscore Pod. Also, if you like us a lot, a lot, you should definitely buy a a t-shirt at prowrestlingtees.com slash three count pod and that's the number three. Don't be an idiot and type in T-H-R-E-E because you're not going to find anything. So make sure you follow us at three count pod or three count underscore pod on Twitter and buy a shirt.
be there or be somewhere else.